brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the SIF Spoil on Us. We are going to spend the next seven hours yes. discussing all the ins and outs of this movie. No, I don't know that it'll take that long. Um, it'll. I have a feeling it's going to be one of our longer SIF Spoils, though. Yeah, we'll see. Let's just talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. I'll let you lead the way, Andrew. Where so, do you want to go? Biggest issue I have with the movie is that Adelaide and Red are supposedly supposedly switched at yes the end. it ruins the movie it doesn't ruin the movie but it it ruins well, it the make, storytelling it makes the metaphor amazing yeah like in this this is one of those examples of prioritizing the metaphor that i'm talking about yeah it, it completely shifts your idea of who the villain is who the hero is um your idea of us versus them you mm-hmm. know the idea that them is us all that stuff is made clearer and bigger and bolder and more wonderful by that decision to do that now i didn't really see that is unbelievable or ruining the story so i do want to hear how you see that ruining the story um so thinking about it more it makes me question you know like this was my big question i had and i don't even know if it can be answered or not they said that you know you can have two people but only one soul can be shared Mm -hmm. and i was thinking is your soul removed from you whenever you go under and that the person above now possesses the soul. Right. So, if that's true, then technically it is Adelaide who has been above ground the whole time. Oh, because it's her soul? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It was just a, you know, a little thought I had, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, other than that, it made me question, you know, like, why would she be afraid of certain things? Why would she act like she doesn't know what certain things are? But then the other parts of the movie, like, she knew exactly where to go when she was, you know, heading underground to get her son back. You know, she knew exactly what doors to open and stuff like that, like she'd been there before. What are you... I'm, 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 I'm not following what you're talking okay, about Okay, so at the end of the movie, whenever <clears throat> Red kidnaps her son... Okay, yes. And she takes uh, him underground to where, you know, the bunker area with all the rabbits. I don't remember that. What, um, well, she takes the son underground? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, remember she kidnapped... Uh, at the end of the movie, uh, uh-huh. Red takes her son and goes underground into the lair with all the rabbits, you know, where all the others live. Man, I feel like an idiot. I just don't remember this. It's literally the end of the movie. Hmm. I thought the end of the movie was helicopters and hands across America. Right before that. Okay. Where Red and Adelaide fight. <laughs> yes. They're underground. Oh, her son is there. Yes, yeah. he's watching. Yes. Yes. So, I thought he found his way down there, though. I didn't realize she took him down there, but... No, okay, so whenever he's backing up, you know, to make his doppelganger back up into right, the fire... yes, yes. Red, did you not see Red standing next to him after he f- finished yes. backing up? Yes. She kidnapped him, took him down there. Okay. Okay, so whenever Adelaide... Quote, comes unquote, down later. Comes down later. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I was... Yeah, Prime comes until, down later. Right. She knows exactly how to get there because you know she'd been there as a kid. Okay, you know things like that. You know, there's little hints like, okay, how does she know how to follow "quote unquote" Red down mm, there? I guess it didn't really stand out to me just because I figured it was just down the escalator and then into the but room she knew or whatever. What door? Like out of like there was like hallways like had four or five doors. She knew exactly which one to open. You know, to mm. go just that well, much lower. She's down. also dealing with. I think what the movie is trying to tell us is that she's dealing with amnesia and that she's remembering these things as it comes. So I never got that. Yeah, that's that's how I understood it was that she didn't remember, you know, stuff and then she started realizing, "Oh, I'm actually from there." That's actually and then started remembering what happened. Mm. Um that's just kind of how I yeah, my brain put it together. Okay. Um the whole transferring of the soul thing mm-hmm. I was talking about, what led me to believe that was the dance, you know, the ballerina dance. I mm-hmm. think like that was to symbolize the soul transferring from one to the other. Mm. So, again, this is what I was talking about in podcast proper of how many things I am potentially putting into the movie myself as opposed to what the movie's actually right. trying to tell me. Yeah. Well, and I can start talking about the ways this movie makes no sense if you want. How the government made these people or whatever. How is it? Like, I mean, how and beyond why? the obvious, that's stupid yeah. and that's impossible. Yeah. Beyond that... This was 1985? 86. When they switched over? 86, yes. 1986 when they switched? Yeah. Whatever. So, and then it says present day. Mm-hmm. So, 33 years ago, yeah. this happened. Yeah. But present day, everybody's got a doppelganger down there. Nobody moved to a different country. Nobody moved across the country. Nobody died. So did they die when the doppelganger, when the people on top died? And if they did, where did they bury those bodies? And, you know, how many dead people are down there? Yeah. The do- I mean, everybody can obviously die. We saw Tether die. We saw the, you know, the regular people die. All that can happen. So did they ever die down there and then still alive up there? You know, when people, di- like, there's no. This- I like the movie more when it was just those four had doppelgangers. Well, and I don't even mind if everybody does, but don't try to explain, like, make it mysterious. Make it yeah. a supernatural thing that's just happening and nobody yeah. knows why it's happening. Yeah. Don't try to start off with, oh, there are all these tunnels under the earth. And you, so you're telling me that 327 million doppelgangers, million tethered people lived under the earth in these tunnels and nobody in 33 years found them after this experiment? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's just nothing about it makes any sort of literal sense. Yeah. And again, 
that's okay if you just want to do a metaphor movie. But don't try to explain, explain it. it. Yeah. Don't try to give us parts of information if it's not going to hold together. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you, 100%. It's it's just, it's I, I mean, and that's that's just scratching the surface. If you try to think even par- partially deeply about any of the, you know, ideas, it makes no sense. The people on the roller coaster who we see all riding the roller coaster underneath yeah. together or whatever, how are all those people together? Certainly the people on the roller coaster don't live near each other. Yeah. How did they all... You know what I'm saying? It just none of it none of it comes together to make any kind of sense. And that is a big foundational issue that I cannot wave away with my hands. Mm-hmm. Having said that, the movie is so good at everything else yeah. that I'm willing to really enjoy it and to still like it. Um, but it has I have to take points away from that. It's distracting. Yeah. It's not well done. And it's a better movie if it can do both things and not just one thing. Yeah. Keep it a mystery as to where all these people came from. I think and that's it's, the answer. And it's a brilliant if you movie. Can, if you can't make it actually work literally, keep it a mystery. It ruins the metaphor, too. Because if the metaphor is this is social, you know, inequality, you know, between poor and rich. And I think that's really what the metaphor is. You know, the others are, you know, mm-hmm. the poverty and the lower class. And, you know, all the people above are, you know, upper class to... <clears throat> potential one percenters and this is about you know them us americans taking you know the getting their place you know in the world too but if you're saying that the government created those people then that's ruining the metaphor if you want it to be a mystery and just leave that it lends itself to where you can put whatever narrative you want for these people in there to make sense for that metaphor mm. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily 100% agree with that. I mean, again, if it makes literal sense, that's fine. If it makes literal sense that the government created them, that can be part. I mean, the part of the metaphor, there's certainly people who would say the government has created the division, you know, and done it purposefully to, you know, to in, in, in commerce, you know, has created division and profits by it and that kind of stuff. So there's there's ways to interpret it. Um, my problem is more that it just doesn't hold together. Yeah. You know, when you really start to think about it. Um, let's talk about little touches since we're in spoilers. Um, we can talk about the fact that she as a young child, um, you know, knew a little bit of English, new English. And that was actually when I figured out that they had been switched was when she was the only tethered that was speaking English yeah. words. Um, I thought that was cool. Wait, you knew before that she oh. was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh... Way back. I actually thought this twist was pretty telegraphed, but um, that doesn't usually that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't make it bad. It just you know. I didn't see that coming. That's great. That's that's awesome. Um, that's a fun experience. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the one glove, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, they all wore one glove. Um, you know, and she had the Thriller shirt on, and you know, it's like you know the Thriller video basically. Then coming <laughs> and up from the ground, red is because of his red jacket and Thriller and yeah. the red pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. The numerology was interesting. The ones, you know, being pairs and mm-hmm. being next to each other. So eleven, eleven, Jeremiah, eleven, eleven. 
Um, the uh, Channel 11 was the channel she was watching the Hands Across America thing on. The Hands Across America thing is representative a lot of time of the shallow effort to help each other out when really we're just trying to make a, a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think 30 million of the 100 million they wanted to raise was raised by Hands Across America and only like 10 million of it went to people in need. Yeah. Uh, and more of it actually went to producing the big event. Um, and that's kind of along with the metaphor of, you know, uh, being not really caring about each other, but just doing shallow things that pretend to care about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought all that stuff was really fascinating and interesting. Did you notice uh, the other uh, doppelgangers' names, like uh, Abraham and Umbre and Pluto, and no. the di- different meanings between those? No, uh, Umbre means shadow, mm-hmm. and Pluto is you know a planet that is a planet, or is it not a pl- is it a planet, or is it, it not a planet? It's a dwarf, dwarf planet. right? Yeah. That is, you know, pretty much always in darkness. It's always, you know, const- obstructed mm-hmm. by something from the sun. Mm. And Abraham being, you know, the father, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff like that that's always fun to look into. Um, I enjoyed the little touches of them imitating each other. The idea that the father tethered was adjusting his glasses that he didn't even have on his face. I yeah. thought was really kind of cool. That kind of stuff was interesting and fun. Um, just there's so many little Easter eggs and touches like that. You know, the pop culture Easter eggs are all over the place, you know, with Jaws and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I just, you know, it's one of those movies that rewards close watching for yeah. those kind of things. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to talk about? <sighs> I don't know, really. Um, I was horrified by the little girl in the uh, Discover Yourself you know, maze that mm-hmm. didn't turn around, you know? Yeah. I, I was just, oh, it's just such a creepy... And that goes back to what I was saying about how Jordan knows how to, you know, he's a visual mastermind. Yeah. Of, like, just shots like that, and then the shot of the girl's eyes getting wide in terror. It's just brilliant. It's so well shot, this movie. Yeah. Are you are you scared of Doppelganger? Is that a fear for you? Like, if you ran into somebody who was identical to you and looked just like you, would that be scary to you? I'd be confused. Yeah, I don't know that I, people talk about it being like a legitimate fear, and I've just I don't huh. know that I would be scared of that. I'd be like, this this guy's awesome. Yeah, what's <laughs> up, you handsome devil? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's not really a fear for me. I mean, it was creepy in this movie, but you know, yeah. I was you know wanting it was supposed to be. Yeah, they were definitely not nice people. You could tell just by looking at them. What were uh, we haven't talked about Elizabeth Moss uh, or that oh, whole secondary yeah. family? Yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting. There's other, you know, questions about, uh, you know, how their people, how do these people know where to go for their, their people? How did this little girl organize 327 million again? And that's only in America. <laughs> well, well, that's, it was only America. My understanding is this was only happening in America. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. So, yeah, how she organized this to happen, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, the Frisbee lands right on the blue circle. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff I find is the little spider crawls out from the big spider. Oh, yeah, the toy spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, See, that's like good shots. Also, um, you know how he's... Uh, he has a little toy ambulance to keep mm-hmm. the door open as a way of escape. And at the mm-hmm. very end of the movie, they get inside an ambulance to escape. You yeah. know, stuff like that is just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's really any need to go into detail about a lot of stuff. What made you laugh? A lot of it was Winston Duke. It's yeah. just his dad humor, you know, mm-hmm. of stuff that I've heard you say, you know, dad puns, you know, constantly. I also liked how he seemed realistic. He wasn't a cliche, you know, a Hollywood portrayal of a dad. Like him buying the boat, you know, just like, hey, I got it cheap. What do you think? And then, you know, like, and then other elements like with the other family, the Elizabeth Moss family, where he's like, yeah, sure, they got a bigger boat, but, you know, whatever. Right. It, it shows how... Which plays into the metaphor again. Yeah, of, you know, the how material items are what we care about, whereas um, the others care about, you know, you know, just being known, you know. Right. It's just stuff like that. Um, one of the things that somebody else picked up on was when she's teaching rhythm to snap. Oh, she's off rhythm. Yeah, well, she snaps on the, the one and the three instead of the two and the four, mm. um, but she's actually from the tethered yeah and so maybe that's like shadow rhythm you know kind of thing i thought that was kind of cool that has to be intentional right yeah that can't be accidental yeah so yeah fun stuff yeah there's all stuff like that it's a good i like george peel i i like his brain yeah i really do i really wish the the world had either held together better or he had decided to make it just you know a mystery um because then I could be as in love with this movie as a lot of people are, but I just I just can't look past it. No, so. I gave it a B B plus. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right where I am too. Yeah. So anything yeah. else? Uh, I, uh, even though we have you know you know cons with this movie, we love it and can't wait for the next one that yeah. he does. And I definitely want to watch it again too. Yeah. I want to see just to pick up on stuff. Yep, just to pick up on all the different things. Uh, thanks for checking out the Sif Spoil for us. Uh, we'll be back. I don't know that we'll have to do much many spoilers on Dumbo, but we'll see. Who <laughs> knows? Who knows what Tim Burton has cooked up for us? <laughs> it's a three minute movie. He really can't fly. <laughs> Sad. You say that, but it's funny. The original movie was like an hour long. Yeah. Did you know the original Dumbo? It's only an hour. Well, you know, they actually had to hinder all the cartoons back then, so. (laughs) That's true. That's a fair point. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.